Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. As a special side note, I'd just like to say thank you to Brian, who was nice enough to leave me two packets of Fun Dip on my desk. You're a champion, Brian. We love you. Well done, our shortest fan. Well done. Thanks, Brian. Let's talk Devils and Islanders. Let's talk Penguins and Rangers. But let's not talk about Flyers, because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Episode 62, Friends and Rivals podcast coming at you. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. With me, as always, are Steve, William Fougere, Nicholas Larita. Just, just Steve tonight. That's, that's yeah, man. What, just Steve. That's all we got. Little incognito tonight. Incognito. God damn it. One, one week I Show will get prep. this whole fucking thing correct. No, no, oh, I, I, I was spot on with everything except I, I hit the, the enlarge or the full screen button and it fucking just, I don't know. I don't know. Let's start with the shitty call of the week. This is going to bring us to the Ottawa-Vegas game. Let me set the scene for you. Game is tied at one in the third period. Uh, just under a minute to play. As the Mario's coming, Shabon goes over the stick, right into the skates. That's kind of a little fake shot. Uh so 45.7 seconds left to go they call this tripping penalty where you know it kind of looks like he doesn't it kind of looks like he kind of stubs his toe on the ice a little bit i mean look shabbat stick is there and it's probably going to be called a penalty every time in the regular season but 45 seconds left to go in a tie game I have seen people getting their heads taken off and calls not made just because of that time of the game, and they call this little sissy trip. I don't that's, know. This, that's this directly much... led to the Jack Eichel goal with five seconds left in the game on the power play. Yeah, I was going to say, they usually do put this. The That's usually the reverse call. More like a combination, not maybe a toe pick, but the tripping call and made and a late penalty. To the Senators as Amadio has drawn both of them in this game. That's just terrible. Terrible did, did, the, did the stick even touch his shin pad at all? I mean, uh, I, look, on, on that first view, right, on the overhead view, it kind of looks like you, you see 72's stick tap him in the goes over the stick. Bang. Oh, fucking minimize. It looks like he gets him in the shin and it tripped. But on this angle, kind of a little fake shot. Kind of looks like he hits the nothing. toe pick a little bit. Oh, like, yeah, it is no. Right? Not even close. Like, he, like, like he his toe a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He literally falls on the other foot from the one that got hit with the stick. Yeah, but hey, listen, the stick was there. He went down. Ref made the call. Whether we agree with it or not, it is it is history, as they say. And we it don't. Is our shitty call of the week. Shitty. It is. Hey, uh, we haven't nice. had an actual shitty call of the week in quite some time. That was an actual shitty call. Not just me thinking it was shitty because it was against the Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. No, nothing, nothing you can say about that. That's a 100% shitty call. Yeah. And the fear is that'll get called in the playoffs. Yeah. Hope not. Hope not. 
you're you're right. I I think they they let people get away with a lot more come playoff time for sure. So I, I hope that is that is certainly going to be the case. Now let's move on to our food segment. Me love cookies. Yay! All right. So someone had the genius idea last week to go with the top five cookies. I don't recall who the genius was, but he was fat. I remember that. So that leaves That's Nick out. Leaves <laughs> <laughs> ah. so Not for we'll, long, boys. Not for long. Catch <laughs> it up. Uh, so I have, I have a treat for everybody tonight. I have. You went on Amazon and you sent us all your top three. Wrong. I have in front of me a plate of my top three Oof. that I'm going to eat on the air. I know how you all love so hearing me eat. I have my top three. So I will go last. Or do you want me to go first? You tell well, us. I want you to go first because I want to watch you eat, but you got to turn on a light so I can see. Yeah, you. seriously. It is like yeah. bizarrely dark there. Bizarrely dark? It's I, like Zarly Zalapsky dark. It was I mean, <laughs> oh my God. How's that? That uh, that was that better? I mean, I can't have Yeah, more, I mean, uh, it's no. a light, you stupid. I can't have more lights on in this room. I have all my lights. All the lights are on in this room. Do you have a monitor like in front of you? It showed your face. Yeah, I have a monitor in front of me, but it's. Turn the monitor on. Turn the monitor on. I'll give you some more light. I'm staring at the monitor. But you're going to be. See, anyway. So I don't have my. I just want to see the But I have my top three with me. Remember that. So what are five and four? Five and four. Start with number five Vienna fingers. Ooh. Those elongated vanilla-filled cookies, I, I I I loved them when I was younger. I still love them today. Classic. Okay. okay. As much as I wanted to pay tribute to the Entman's guy who who, who passed away today, um, I will not be repeating types of cookies on this list. So if I have a chocolate chip, it's going to be one chocolate chip. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, although I, I think Vienna fingers and, and, and sandwich cookie, I mean, I may have some, that ruined my whole fucking thing. Anyway. No, if they're different flavors, it's a different cookie. Yeah, yeah. completely different flavor. Great. All right. Number Get on with it. Are you so, this is food porn for him, man. He, he really wants to see you. Relax, eat. relax, Billy. I love cookies. <laughs> Number four is going to be the nutter butter. I'm a big oh, fan yes. of the peanut butter. And I love them on my cookies, and it's shaped like a little peanut. Who doesn't love nutter butters? And if you get the travel size in that big bag, the the mini size, it comes on little discs. Mm, delicious. <clears throat> now, number three. Oh yeah, is the fudge oh, yeah. stripe. Oh shit! I like a fudge stripe. What was it called? Uh, I just we all just fucking said fudge stripe. Fudge stripe. Oh, was that the name? Oh my god! <laughs> Turn the volume up, Nick. Mm. No, no, I I forgot that was actually the name. I thought it was. Oh, it's a like... fudge stripe. It's a fudge stripe. It's a fudge <laughs> stripe. It's, oh, what it's what are the they full... called? Hold on. It's, it's got the, the full fudge, fudge on the back. Lines. Fudge. And it's got the striped fudge. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm not done. Hold on. I'm done. You're right. You're right. Mm. Keeler fudge uh, stripe. Okay. Yeah, that was one of my favorites as a kid. That was sure. that was good. I forgot yeah. about those. Delicious. Those All right. Good. So wait, let me just tag that. 
you were talking about the travel size. So they used to come in a travel size 100 calorie pack. And if you took two of them and put them back to back mm. and, and just belly let belly. them sit in your mouth, mm. the cookie would dissolve. And then oh. you would just get all the fudge. So amazing. Really? That's what I wanted all the fun. How did you uh, figure that out? You just I have no idea. One day? And fat people experiment with food. That's what we do. Well, listen, uh, I don't know. That's genius. It's fucking genius. I just can't. I'm like, how does your brain like go put these two together and keep them, keep them in mouth till it dissolve? Get all the good shit. I don't, know. I don't typically like generic store That's brand awesome. cookies. However, yeah. stop and shops, fudge stripes. They're pretty freaking good. They're pretty freaking good. Interesting. Hmm. Number two is a classic. It is the Chips Ahoy standard issue cookie. Standard issue. Standard issue. No soft bake. None none, none of those rainbow things. None of the M&Ms inside. Your standard issue Chips Ahoy chocolate chip cookie. I I kind of wondered if... um, just oh. amongst us, I, how you're eating that without milk is beyond me. Yeah, mm. yeah it's a dry cookie. They're chokers. Right? That's They're a chokers. dry cookie. You, you mm, gotta yeah. eat that milk. That needs I, milk. I, I was I was wondering if anyone would have Chips Ahoy on their on their mm. list because I feel like it's it's a divisive cookie. It's not exactly a favorite of many if, because of there being a lot of good cookies on the market. This is like a cookie that put the chocolate chip cookie on the map, Nick. I understand that, but. Ow. I think if we Googled that chocolate chip cookies and it were around a lot longer than the Chips Ahoy, but it's pretty much the standard cookie in the world. We'll we'll see what everyone's, how everyone's lists play out here, but all right. That's a good one though, uh, Tom. Finish that one? Yeah. Can wash that down with some Hawaiian punch? I have a blueberry pomegranate aha seltzer. thought it was a Hawaiian punch a second just because just that color scheme. That's a weird combination. I'm not gonna That's, lie. Yeah, I'm not on board with that. That's not, I'm not a pomegranate actually, guy. It's no. actually not bad. No, I'm not on board with that. The number one cookie. Yes. I don't think this is debatable. <laughs> it's never debatable for Tom. That's what we do here, by the <laughs> way. Debate these things. See. It is not the single. It is oh. not the mega. However, it is the double. Stuffed Oreo. Woohoo! I defy you fuckers to bring me a better cookie than the double stuffed Oreo. It is the perfect combination of chocolate sandwich cookie and cream in the middle. It's not too much. It's not too little. It is right spot on. All right. I I agree that is the best version of Oreo. I agree. Mm. Did you just I, listen to it like you were filming a scene in yeah. Rounders? Yes, I did. <laughs> Take it down. <laughs> now, mind you, the proper way to eat is take the top cookie off, eat that first. And then take the, the mound of cream, giggity, and the other half of the chocolate sandwich cookie and put it in your mouth. And when you put it in your mouth, you snap it right down the middle and you fold it with your tongue and then you eat it. See, the way I go with that bottom half of the Oreo with the cream 
because it, it it goes flipped upside down so the cream goes on the tongue just the whole thing just goes uh-huh. you know. wow. oh, very mm-hmm. good great yeah. visual for our audience love it yeah so if i it's- might tag tag this one oh. what i usually do is take two cookies oh take the top off one eat the top Take the top off the second, mm. eat that, put the two creams together oh, oh with the with the ends on the outside, dunk it in milk, and eat it's that. Too much thing. at that point, it's too much cream. In one cookie, it's too much cream. No, because you still have residual chocolate in your mouth mm. from the two tops you ate previously. No. Because you haven't swallowed all that. That's a right. big mouthful. Hold <laughs> up now. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's quite the move, oh. dude. It's a power move right there. Listen, we've had some fucking incredible food segments on this show. That might have been the best. I'm pretty For sad. Me, anyway. I didn't think of this. Bring my cookies to, to show. Uh, Tom, I, I'm, I'm disappointed you didn't have an, a glass of Nesquik to like uh, wash it all yeah, down. Listen, I, I was, uh, I didn't think of Ever. This I might also, our, look, Oreo our, is our Milk's favorite cookie. I mean, it's the tagline. The of only Oreo. food segment we've ever done where Tom did not mention something strawberry. Uh, um, I don't think I have a strawberry cookie. That's what I'm saying. There's no. Is there a strawberry cookie? Well, you could put like, uh, I mean, homemade cookies. We're talking packaged cookies here today. Like, yeah, this is the packaged like, cookie. How is there not a strawberry flavor cookie? Is, uh, like, I'm, if I'm it's gonna... you could you could like get cookies like that have like a little bit of jam in them or something. Like if you're making homemade ones, like those. Why not a strawberry frosted cookie? Up. Right. If you mm. go out to like a a nice a nice um, bakery. bakery Oh, and get and get like with the jam in the oh yeah oh yeah yeah oh all right that's a different that's a segment damn. for a different day god damn all right bell I, I know you're gonna go crazy if you don't start talking about cooking soon is it my go turn ahead. is it my turn? <laughs> your I, turn thomas i have two cookies in common with you on your list does anybody want to take a guess at the two common cookies first wait are they in the same I'm gonna order say fudge stripe no nope no fudge straight. No fudge straight. Uh, I'm, gonna the Vienna, I'm gonna say the Vienna finger. Double stuff Oreo, yes. Not and the, the Vienna, Vienna finger. finger. No, not the Vienna not finger. Not the Vienna finger. And the, the standard issue? Chips Ahoy? No, no chips well, ahoy. Then it's for nutter me. butter, obviously. Nutter butter. And that is my number five. Nutter butter. I'm, I'm very proud All of right. you, Bill. Well done. Um going into number four. This is my chocolate chip cookie representative on the list. The Pepperidge Farm Sausalito. It has it's a it's a very big chocolate chip cookie. It's got like the uh, big chunks of chocolate, macadamia nuts, and like we were talking a little bit about, you know, how the, the chocolate chip cookie is kind of dry. Well, the sausalito is dry too, but they kind of embraced the dryness of it and and gave it like a really good crunch. So um, I'm into the sausalito. Number three for me from the fruit Newton family, the apple Newton. Wow, Fig Newton makes an appearance on someone's list. Wow. But the apple, but the apple one. Figs, I, I like the fig newton, but the apple newton was that was really a, that was a really big one for me. Um no, and my number two is that double stuff Oreo. Ooh. That uh well Tom, you said it all about that one. But uh two? I only had it at number two. Yeah, I only had it at number two. What cookie could possibly beat the double stuffed Oreo? We're gonna my find out one. right now, I think. I think it's going to be very controversial. Uh, my number one already is is uh, from the Girl Scout cookie family. I'm going for the Samoa slash 
also known as Caramel Delight. Caramel Delight. Caramel Delight. Coconut, it's got the right? Chocolate, chocolate, coconut, caramel. And I think some cookie substance in there somewhere, like deep down, there's a little bit. I of think there's nougat in there. Actually. Something. Something. Oh. I, I, don't, I have to. I don't know if any Girl Scout. I don't know if Girl Scout cookies make that my top ten. Any of them, even really? the, ten, thin, the ten, you couldn't put a thin mint on. I don't know. I'm not a mint guy. Fuck no. Fuck oh, your mint. Oh, oh, this is what happens. and put them back. Bastards. Hell yeah. So they just put the plastic in the box. They eat all the cookies and put the it plastic was, it was back. It sitting like this in, the in there. I pull it out. I'm like, oh. <laughs> That is the, the only downside of the caramel delight is that there's only 15 in a container. I mean, you get like a whole box of that. There's so much space in that box. It's it's like heartbreaking. I want I want like a sleeve like those thin mints of just you know caramel delights all the way down. Look, I never like thin mints. I never like peppermint patty. Nor do I like mint chocolate chip ice cream. Anything mint, if it's not a mint or gum, get it the fuck away from me. I'm good. Wow. No thanks. So no grasshopper for you. No. I don't even nice. know what a fucking grasshopper is, Bill. It's the are, 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 are you, you talking about counter. the insect on the front? What lawn? about a tagalong? Well, listen, the tagalong is the peanut butter and chocolate one. That is the only one that could possibly crack the top ten, and I don't think it's there. I think it's number eleven or twelve. Okay. Uh, Nick, would you like to go next, or shall I? Sure, I'll go. That's fine. Okay. So I'll start my honorable mention. Uh, thin mints, which was something that I had on my list, because, but it got knocked down because I, I forgot something that was a little better. Um, but thin mints were, I used to eat those all the time as a kid. I would get like three or four boxes from my friend high school and stash them in my locker, and that's where I would get like you know, uh, nice. cookies during the day. I like whatever I like, whatever I could buy for 20 bucks, like here's 20 bucks, four or five boxes, they're great. But number five on my list is one of those things I had as a kid that. All of you probably are like, oh, I had those. They weren't great, but I had this great memory of them. I would eat them, basically suck on them like candy. Vanilla wafer. Uh, uh, okay, I like those. I you know, very, very nostalgic. The, the Keeper guys make like yeah. a chocolate-coated version of that that are just, they're like the fudge cookies, fudge stripe yeah. cookies, but in a stick, yeah. they're fucking phenomenal. I, I, I yeah. like those. Every once in a while, someone will like you put them in. Uh, there's a place we go to for ice cream, like do this like frozen ice cream, they like, roll it and all this crap. And one of the, the, the flavors put, or stuff they put on top is like crushed vanilla wafers, uh, some other crap and stuff. And it was like, I'm like, oh, vanilla wafers. And it still like has that same exact taste. It doesn't yeah. taste any different. It's uh, amazing. My mom taste. used to get, used to buy the ShopRite brand of those and they would come in like the <laughs> chocolate vanilla. And yeah. I think they had the strawberry one. They think they had a strawberry one. Maybe. They had it's a, a Neo- pink one. I think it was strawberry. What, Bill? It's a Neapolitan vanilla wafer? I, I think so. No, not all in the same one, just three different sections of the same package. But yes, it was like Neapolitan ice cream. Okay. So I think all right. It's a strawberry. That's it. Maybe. All right. Number four. This one's one of my favorite growing up, but I... I've lost sight of it in the last few years. Not as big of a of a fan of it, but the double chocolate Milanos from Pepperidge Farms. Milano so, was not, one of my honorable mentions. The Milano the cookie's delicious. Yeah, I like the Milanos, but when I had the double chocolate Milano, I was like, "This is so much better." It has just that little bit extra chocolate that makes it not so much of a choker. Um, 
and those are really good. I really enjoy those. Um, now my top three were uh, usually these are the kind of cookies I have. I have number two and three are basically stuff I get all the time. Uh, number three is the Candy Blast Chips Ahoy, which are pretty up there in terms of like just I all around cookie. I know they're not the plain Jane uh, uh, OG Chips Ahoy's. OG. I did think about the soft ones because I had like a as a kid we had a lot of the soft. Love the ones, soft but... bake. Soft bake was <laughs> fucking delicious. They were good. They were good. But then I started getting the 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 candy blasts and man, they are really solid cookies. I I can crush them. But they have that problem too, like where there's not as many in a box. But my kids don't eat them, so like it's one of those things that ah, I can eat. That's why you like them. Perfect. I like them, but they also <laughs> they last in my house. Unlike number two. The original Oreo, that does evaporates my house. I mean, you can't have Oreos here for very long. I mean, to be honest, Oreo is like my favorite cookie. And number one is it's milk's favorite cookie, so why wouldn't it be yours? And the number (laughs) number one is a little bit cheating because it is kind of like it's the Oreo, but it's the seasonal milk, uh, white milk chocolate, white white chocolate fudge covered um, Oreos. Basically, they come out at Christmas time. So they always have like the, the, the regular dark chocolate ones, but when they did, they only do the white fudge in the in the wintertime for whatever reason. But man, are they good. I, I have to, and the, the thing is they're super rich. So I'll only get a couple boxes, but I'll sit there and have maybe one or two at most. Um, because it's like they're really, really rich. And they're but man, oh, I dream about those cookies all the time. You know, I'm sitting here like during the work day, I'm like. I'll grab like an Oreo or something and be like for with coffee and be like, fuck, I, I wish this was fucking those white covered chocolate covered ones. So much better. Ryan, so. Ryan has the the fun Fetty Oreos in there in the closet right now, which I had one. Fucking delicious. I'm sure it is. It's an Oreo. I can't go wrong. Uh, remember as when, I when, was remember when those, what were you gonna say? Remember when they, they first came out with those fudge covered Oreos? That like changed everything. That's when everybody started doing. Yeah, that's when yeah, Chips yeah. Ahoy and Oreos just started going crazy. Like, yeah. what else? What other combinations can we come up with? That's why the Halloween ones and shit, and all the crazy milk, the the, the St. Patty's Day green yeah. ones, and yada yada yada. Fun fact for everybody. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> fun fun cookie fact. The Oreo was not the first of its kind. Shut up! That hydro, is fun. Hydro came first. Hydrox. Hydro. Hydro. Oh my god! I never thought I would have this much fun tonight. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so while I was researching to make my list, I I, uh, I came across across a revelation, and I wrote it down for you guys. Pepperidge Farms can suck it. I am not wow. a Pepperidge Farms fan at all. Okay, really? It okay. comes in the in the, Fuck the that hoity-toity the or, bullshit. The extraordinary bag. When you open the bag. That is wow. some hoity-toity shit. <laughs> Get out of here with that stupid bag. <laughs> Their oatmeal raisin cookie oh might be the best Fuck thing on off. the planet. Fuck that what? shit. They're not on your list. What happened? I, I listen. <laughs> there's there's others that took that took precedent over it. Okay. Number I'm going to eat down here with the commoner. Pepperidge Farm is going to remember that. I'm going to eat down here with the fucking commoner. All right. All right. All right. Number five. (laughs) 
Vienna finger. Atta boy. Okay. Atta right. boy. Nice. Number four. Fudge strike. Oh, Atta boy. Oh, okay. Bravo. Number three. The only one on my list that nobody else mentioned. El Fudge. That's one of my. Oh yeah. Ones, too, that is a good. El Fudge. They that have good them one. in double stuffed as well, by the way, and they really? are un fucking believable. I gotta and look, I gotta they look did a that. limited edition pack at 1.2, which was chocolate cookies on the outside with chocolate fudge filling. Wowzers. Yeah. Amazing. Wowzers. Number two. Damn, Double fudge. stuffed Oreo. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that means your Chips Ahoy. Number one, Chips Ahoy. I can kill a whole bag of those in one sitting. How much? How much do you now? What do you? What's your? Do you just go and dunk it, and sit, or just quick? No, no. Steve's got to drink all the milk first, and then <laughs> eat the cookie. What are you talking about? He's, no, he's got to put all the cookies in a bowl, pour the milk in. Pour the milk I want to thank you for asking this question. Let me tell you how I eat Chips Ahoy cookies. <laughs> Two cookies back to back, pinched in between your fingers. Dunk the whole cookie in. Okay. With your Suck fingers. the milk out through the cookie. <laughs> what? Dunk the cookie back in. Eat both cookies at the same time. Do you, do you, do you have you have what's the, Chips Ahoy cookies at home right now? Do you have I Chips do Ahoy not have Chips Ahoy cookies right now. I will show you next week. Okay. What is what is the reasoning for the the, the first dunk and sucking the milk out and then the, the milk dunk. flavor with the chocolate with with the cookie flavor in it as well is hands down the greatest thing you'll ever taste in your life and then the softness of the cookie afterwards okay. i can't knock him on this because uh, i mean i'm not crazy enough to do a double but i do a single one the same way and then suck all the milk off of the cookie and then eat the cookie i, I gotta agree with him it the reason you gotta play. do the double is because the fragility of the chips ahoy if you reinforce it with the second cookie, you don't get the breakage into the milk. Yeah, that's a that's a real problem with with chips ahoy. You gotta be. Uh, I I do the the quick two dunk and then eat and then it's all no, one. You're not maximizing your milk to cookie ratio at that point. <laughs> Apparently not. I didn't think to suck the milk off it like a fucking heathen. <laughs> how, the, how the hell am I the fat one in this group? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Chips Ahoy, that's that's childhood to me. Chips Ahoy is my childhood. They've changed the packaging so much over the years, though, with all these cookies. Remember the Chips Ahoy used to come in those white the sleeve? white sleeve? Yeah, oh, they don't still do that, right? My my no. my wife that's only right. buys those the four the four packs in the in the box. They're individually wrapped four packs. Yeah, no. I don't. Doesn't doesn't matter what they do to the packaging. The food tastes the same in this case. Yeah, one of the only ones where, you know, it hasn't, you know, the flavor and the taste hasn't changed, you know, because of the sugars, that, the bad things that they were using back in the day. No, because it's all natural. I, I, well, I don't think it's all natural, first off, um, but it, it hasn't changed. The, the flavor of the Chips Ahoy cookie has not changed, has not changed. 
think uh, <sighs> I think Oreo won this thing, man. We all had. I mean, three of us had double stuff. Nick had Nick had some OG, variation uh, of Oreo yeah. Was yeah. On here in some variation of the plain Oreo. Yeah, yeah, hard to beat, man. Yeah, you 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 can't beat an Oreo. What it's been, not debatable. I've been saying it's it. not debatable. It's not debatable. Clearly. And I've been saying this for years that the double stuffed Oreo is the single greatest cookie on earth. Well, your your platform has been well accepted by everybody, apparently, because it's not debatable. It's not debatable. It's not debatable. Except you were really the only one that had it number one. Are they in Nabisco too? Yeah, I think so. Swell. Looks like we're gonna have a new sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'll start working on that i mean uh we'll start getting we'll, we'll get in touch with them uh what do we do we have any we have a food segment lined up for next week i mean i'm we, i can't wait to watch steve eat a cookie well sec, i think we gotta do cereal oh that's good oh all right cereal. i'm down I, with I think cereal. we gotta do cereal i mean look for, for my 40th birthday party i had a cookie i had a cereal party and we had how many different how many different boxes? Uh, there was at least there was at least twelve to fifteen. From you know Golden Grams to Cookie Crisp to Lucky Charms to Fruity Pebbles to Honey Nut Cheerios, you name it. The one that's kid tested, mother approved. We had that one Kicks. was there, I think. Kicks. Kicks. All right. Yeah. Are we doing just your top cereal, or are we gonna do top five? No, we gotta do top five. We gotta do top five cereal. Five. All right. All right. All right. Gold cereal only. What's or cereal? like, are we gonna bring in like oatmeal and like? That's no, no, cereal. no. It's, it's got to be cereal. It's got to be cereal that you're gonna put milk in that you eat cold, right? Put gotcha. milk in. Drink the milk first. The cereal that you eat that. No, way. no, no, no. That's, oh my god! Nobody's doing that. Next week is already gonna be very difficult. Dude, Steve. Oh, Listen, oh we just got to agree. We got to agree to look past that. That's all we got to agree to do, and then we could we could move on. I mean, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to remind our our new audiences. Um, just how psychotic Steve is. It's clearly evident on a weekly basis how no. psychotic listen, I am. Listen, listen. This brings you to a, a new level of psychotic. Yeah. yeah. New level. <laughs> debatable. We'll get into that next week. We're, now let's, that's let's, debatable. We're gonna tease that. I, it's it's not debatable. That's debatable. I don't think so. All right. I'm already tired of the fucking trade deadline. It hasn't even happened yet. We're what, two weeks away? We're less than two weeks away. Less from the than trade two deadline, weeks. But... And I'm already sick and fucking tired of hearing who's going to be moved, who's not going to be moved. feels like we've been talking about it for the past month. I'm fucking sick and tired of it. Can someone please make a fucking trade already? Now, want to hear my new obsession? I, I know I what it obs- is. I was obsessing over um, um, Pavelski coming to the Rangers. But that that ship has sailed because I think Dallas is going to keep him. Um, my new obsession right now, Patrick Kane, mm. and I think he can be had. And the Blackhawks would only have to retain about twenty percent salary to do it, and they would get Ryan Strom, Capocacco, and probably a first as part of the package. But he's got to agree. But he's got to agree because he has a full no movement clause. But why wouldn't he want to do that? Be reunited with Panarin. They've had so much success in the past years, and I have fucking blasted Filipino for the uh, what for the past ever three months for the past <laughs> since we've started this podcast. Filipino is the key to that line being successful. You got to keep Filipino now. Got to keep him, and he is such a great low budget centerman that they need on that line. 
that the Rangers need. And look, their their center in Chicago was Artem Anisimov. So they've already proven they don't need a center to play with. They just need someone in the middle to take face-offs and take up room. And Bill. he'll just gather assists by touching the puck. Bill, what's his name? I don't know Artem, but I know what I like. Anisim, Anisim, I don't know how this His name is harder than, than Gustus. His name, I can't Who? say his name either. Really? You name. can't say Artem Anisimov? That's awesome. I did not know that was coming, but I'm so happy I asked. <laughs> This is fantastic. That is, and and also keeping Philip Hedel and having Patrick Kane, he works next year too. You don't even have, you don't have to worry about. It. You have about three million dollars next year to fuck around with to fill a couple of spots. Which is funny because I was going to ask you if you were going to be okay with Kako or Lafreniere going in a deal to get Line. Um, it would you would have to trade Lafreniere because you would want to keep the the Finnish guys together. And Line and Kako, I think, would be would play well together because of their their roots. But I don't want Line. I want give me Patrick Kane. Give me Showtime on Broadway, baby. Give me Showtime on Broadway. Much Pretty like bold. you, I have I have a trade obsession in my mind. Is it that dude in Vancouver still? Brock Besser, yeah. <laughs> now they play next week. They played last week. They played, yeah, but now this is the game out in Vancouver. Why does that make a difference? Because sometimes people don't want to trade a player and then have them come back and kick their ass, right? I guess. So now you played them twice. You're not going to play them again the rest of the year. Maybe a deal happens. Until next year when you play them. Yeah, but who gives a shit? That's next year. All right. I can see that. Billy, you have an obsession on the Penguins? Ah. That's not named Mark Andre Fleury. They're not going to do. You got an obsession of a player you want to get rid of. They're. I. I think if. I think if they can move him, I think they're ready to move. um, Kapanen. Um, He's been moved all around the lineup and and demoted game to game so many times now, Um, and it kind of stinks because he's like twenty. I don't know, twenty four, twenty five. You would hope he'd he'd have enough production to. uh, For them to want to to keep him around somewhere, but but he's the he's the one guy that because of his age and, and his ability. I mean, he's, he's obviously skilled enough. He just doesn't seem to catch on and, and gel with, with anybody in Toronto or Pittsburgh. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that's the one guy that might have a little bit of value that they might try to move and, and try to get a top six forward in return and just try something else there. But who that's going to be, I, I don't know. Jared McCann, he was a, he was a penguin, right? Sure was. Then they lose him to Toronto, and then they lost him to Seattle. So signed an extension, five years, $5 million. Average $5 million per year. Good hockey player. Yeah, but it's good value for that contract, too, for Seattle. Good for them. Nick, who do you want to get rid of? Who do you desperately want? I mean, besides Chara, Green, Palmieri. I don't know if... I don't know if Chara or Green are really in half of the Islanders lineup right now. <laughs> uh, real, the real targets, the real prize would be uh, Simeon Varlamov. I mean, he's a starting goaltender. He has he a very no no to Edmonton already. He has no trade clause, I believe. Yeah, I remember correctly. He, he already rejected. He, he said he wouldn't waive it to go to Edmonton. At least that's well, what the reports were, right? I think they just may have looked. <laughs> it's. His no trade pro- clause is probably all of Canada. I mean, likely. If it's an A team, it's probably all Canada. You know, I don't know. 
Listen, no one wants to go to Edmonton. I don't think I don't find that very surprising. If he was like, I don't want to go to Philly or I don't want to go to like LA or something weird. Well, I mean, fuck like, the Flyers first up, but who the hell would want to go to Philly? Flyers. Fuck. Well, it's not that far. I'm saying, it, it, meaning like a lot of times it's like you know they don't want to go back somewhere. I mean, if he was like, I don't want to go to Colorado, that'd be weird because he did play there. And then, you know, he came to the island afterward. If, if for some reason he was like, I don't, I'm never going back there or something, that would be weird to me. Because I think the Colorado is actually a team that could could potentially use him if they can make it all work. I don't know what we would get back in, in, in return. But uh, Varley's had two games in the last three uh, started, and then he basically has been showcased, in my opinion. Uh, he looked good against Colorado, even though we, he let up five goals. Uh, there was 49 shots in the game. So, I mean, not like – he played bad. The defense kind of didn't, or team didn't help him out really. But uh, Varley and then uh, Josh Bailey would be another guy that potentially could be moved. Um, but those are guys that would return something. Like Chara, I don't know if he would return. Would anybody want him? He hasn't played particularly well. I don't know what you'd be getting with with Chara. It's not like not like the first stint he had in in Washington last year, where it was like. Maybe he's got another, another more legs, but we've seen him for two years and he doesn't. And um, Andy Green, maybe, but I don't think Andy's going to go anywhere. I think he might, this might be his kind of end of his, uh, the road for him at the end of this year. I don't see him really wanting to go anywhere. Unless he's like, oh, this is my last year, I'm going to win a cup. And then they try to find him a spot. But I think realistically, Varlamov and potentially Bailey, I don't know if anybody wants him, but there's been a lot of smoke around Bailey this year. So I don't know if that's real or if that's just made up rumors, but I don't get it because Bailey's Bailey's a guy that just is not shooting anytime he gets a puck, and to me that's not really helping you win. But he plays on our top top, top power play, plays a lot of minutes. He's a good player. I think he could do good things for a team that's you know needs a wants that one extra forward. It's optional. We'll see. I agree. All of that, but I don't I don't know if you're going to find anybody who's going to take Andy Green. I, or or even Zidane Chara at this point. I mean, yeah. it, it's a, it's such. Maybe he, Boston might be your only hope with Chara. That was I where I was going to go. With this if yeah. if Boston was like we want to take him for a seventh, sure. Take yeah, him for a I, you, you do it. You, you do it because that would be or future considerations, right? Future considerations, and they have him go to Boston. He plays his last, you know, seventh, six, seventh defenseman there as uh, for playoff run or whatever they have who knows all right let's take a ride in the metro sponsored by nestle quick hello boys and girls do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy try nestle quick one sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles nestle quick now available in chocolate and strawberry they say the real men drink pink Then I'm a real man for sure But if you like the brown I still love you for who you are Because it's time for acceptance Of everyone all preference We're all quick on the inside Anyway Nestle Quick, it does the trick. The Penguins had no break this week. They've had some tough games, and they're navigating some tough waters. But 
They're faring pretty good. Well, maybe with the exception of last night. But I didn't, I didn't know they were such a good road team. Or at least I've seen that they played better on the road anyway. Yeah, uh, much better road team this season for some reason. And, and they're not terrible at home, but they are having a little bit of a tough stretch on home ice right now for sure. But, um, yeah, they, they went into uh, Tampa, probably played their most – complete game of the season there um lit up the the lightning 5-1 um and then followed up the next night in carolina where they got off to a quick start and uh had casey de smith and net playing a solid game um but they you know blew a two nothing lead at two nothing early lead uh carolina eventually just kind of overtook them overpowered them um but they did force that game into overtime and and lost uh, when uh, Crystal Tang lost his mind uh, on a retaliation penalty uh, and gave the, the Hurricanes a uh, an overtime power play, and that was pretty much all she wrote. Well, um, well he, he, Tang had good reason to go freaking nuts, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, but you know, the, it shouldn't have been time, just one, it shouldn't have been just one minor called there either. Sorry, he he had he had a good gripe. Yeah, I mean, he got he got punched, and you know, it, it's tough when you don't get the first call. But at the same time, it's overtime, and and you gotta have the the what do they what do they call it when you're a good boy? Why am I missing the word right now? The lady Bing. <laughs> no, you gotta you gotta have like the patience to deal with that shit and just let it pass when it's when it's overtime. Um, Take the high road. You gotta have discipline. Discipline. You gotta have discipline right, to, there you go. To, to not okay. retaliate and I, I like time, I like good boy face. better. What do they call it when you're a good boy? What do they call like it? That better. Um, what do they call it when you're a good boy? I'm a no. He's not good boy. What What about when you're a bad boy? Do they call you naughty? I think yeah. There, there's some naughty boys in the NHL. At Brad Marshall was, was that the same game John Cooper lost his fucking mind, or was that a different night? Oh, the one in Tampa. Yeah, he. I don't even know what the hell he said. He must have called him a cocksucker. I don't know what the <laughs> hell he did to get tossed from the game. But uh, but yeah, there. there well, I don't know. Some... I don't. I don't know what he was bitching about. Corey Perry. Then he slashed uh, this Jari. Jari was it Jari? In that slashed, uh, slashed... Friedman's yeah. uh, Mark Friedman, the defenseman. And then he no, he said something to, to Jari. Jari pushed him. Jari was involved somehow, whether it was just talking or something. Jari but it, it was all Corey Perry. It had nothing to do with any penguin around. They were just standing up for themselves. Yeah. Well, and, and they ended up getting the extra penalty out of that whole scrum and and whatever it was. Yeah, Cooper Cooper lost his mind, got tossed from the game, and they got another penalty there. So the, the penguins ended up in it with a with a five on three for that one. But uh yeah, um, yeah. So the lack of discipline in Tampa turned into a lack of discipline for the Penguins in Carolina the following night. And then now we're, you just, know, o- now the- we're just going to overuse the word discipline. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I remember the, the word, I gotta, I gotta harness that shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, not so, not so good of a game uh, last night against Florida Panthers at home. And Florida's a tough team, but you know the the Penguins. If they're not going to get off to a good start, that's not the team to not get off to a good start against. You gotta. You got to be in it for 60 minutes against a team like that. They weren't. They they fought back a couple times, but fell short. Uh, one goal lost there, and it doesn't get too much easier. They've they're still at home for Vegas and Carolina coming up uh, before they hit the road again, Nashville and St. Louis next week. So, um, you know, 
just trying to, I think over this next handful of games, again, just trying to keep pace with the Rangers is where they're going to want to be in that, in that second place battle. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. And and look, keeping pace with the Rangers is, you know, when they play Minnesota, like they did, um, you're going to be able to keep pace, but when they, when they play solid games, like they did against the devils uh, or like they did against Vancouver and, you know, I texted you guys after I think the, the Winnipeg game, right. There's a, there's a, um, a solution for the Rangers wins. They get decimated on draws. Uh, Igor stands on his head and they score power play goals. That's their formula for winning hockey games this season. Um, and it was certainly evident in devil game. It was evident in the Winnipeg game. It was even evident in the St. Louis game where they didn't, where it wasn't evident was that Minnesota game where they got outwork, outplayed out everything um, against a Rangers team with Georgiev and net and the past couple of games. It just seems like they're not the same team when Georgie's in net and when Shostakhin's in net. Um, it's just, that's it. And if so you notice was, a, you notice a different style in play. Yes, but also there was a couple of softies. Like that first goal he let up last night went right underneath his arm. That's a that's a puck he should have. Okay. Um, so you're starting off by letting in a softie, and it kind of kind of deflates your team a little bit. But the Rangers didn't do him any favors on defense, uh, especially after they tied the game. Uh, on a Zibanejad, uh shorthanded goal, which, you know, was that a, a penalty on, on Zuccarello? It, it might've been, or on, on Zibanejad on Zuccarello, it might've been. Um, but then, you know, less than 30 seconds later, Minnesota comes back and scores a power play goal where Miller loses his guy on the left post and goes over to the, to the other side to take Truba's guy. And he left the guy streaking in from the point wide open. It's a slam dunk. So, you know, the Rangers certainly didn't do him any good, but if look at they're showcasing him right now, his trade value is probably where it was at the beginning of the season uh, or even at the end of last season, just in the gutter right now. So if they were looking to get a high draft pick out of him, I, I don't know if that's going to happen anymore, but what I do know is he needs to be traded. He, he's certainly on the block. Um, he has talked about going to Edmonton. Uh, just pull the trigger already. Let's go bring Kincaid up as the backup and finish out the season that way. And pray to God nothing happens to Shesterkin. Pray to God that his leg doesn't look like it fell off where he's only out for a period. Um, they got a couple of uh, a tough uh, road games ahead of them this week in St. Louis tomorrow night in Dallas on Saturday. And that Dallas game, and look, the St. Louis game is going to be hard too, but the Dallas game is going to be um, going to be a real tough game for them. And then they come home uh, next week with a, a pair uh, of home games before they hit the road again. Um, what more can you say about Shesterkin? He's been just phenomenal in net. Um, there was a, you know, hockey stat miner. I gave this stat a couple of uh, weeks ago. I want to give it again. Rangers record versus team currently in playoff positions. Um, Shesterkin is 12, six and one against those teams. And Kincaid and Georgiev are 0, 8 and one in those same games. And it's and he also goes on to say that Georgia didn't play bad in those games. He had a 920 um, save percentage in those games, so it's not like he's playing bad. But they just seem to lose those games, and they don't. And you know, Shesterkin just makes saves that right now other goalies in the league are not making. So it puts him in the lead for the Vesna. It even has him in the conversation for the Hart Trophy, um, which Nick. I want you to forget about our bet, buddy. 
right? It's a Shirtsy for whoever finishes higher in the Vesna race between Sorokin and oh, Kusturkin. Didn't we want you to forget about that because I, wow. I found, I found Just that buy little the shirt note. now, Nick. I found yeah, that I'm little note. <laughs> I, I found a little note when I was cleaning my desk. So I was like, oh, I can't lose this. Oh, that's gonna. That was a good bet to, to go with, but man, that that this season is not a was not a it wasn't that close because Isles weren't that good. But if they were, I think it would be a close race. But Shurkin's been, he, I think he's a runaway winner this year if he can just keep it keep it together. I honestly think he could not play another game the rest of the season and still be the the Vesna winner. Well, he has to give up something like. 14 goals and still have a higher save percentage than the next closest guy yeah, with the minimum of like 10 um, games or something like that. It's, it's staggering what he's doing this year. And look, they got the cap room Drury. What the fuck are you waiting for? Go get me Kane. Go get me reinforcements on the third line. Give me another fifth or sixth defenseman out there. Let's go. Let's go. This is our chance. Go do it. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. So it pains me to say this. It really fucking does. It pains me to say this. I am all in on Shesterkin for the Hart Trophy. Oh, we're fucked. I am all in. <laughs> the way he played, you, you said it. You say he makes saves other goalies can't make. Make. He was making saves on deflections right off the crease. That from from the bottom corner to the to the upper corner, and his hand would just get there somehow before the puck got in the net. Those two flashy glove saves, but it was the save early on against Heischer where he came down on the breakaway, and, and the rebound Shesterkin, was there, and he just like kicked his leg out. He just put his leg out, and that was it. It was it would that was one of the more incredible saves. That I've was ever seen. a sure goal against, against anybody else. Ninety eight percent of the league. I agree. So, and and like you're like you're seeing now, when when Georgie's in net, it's the same team in front of them, but they they can't win because he's the reason they're winning. Yes, and and, and, and fuck that. That's him, all I'm going to say about that. It makes him the most valuable to a team out of any team in the NHL. You can take away Crosby, you can take away McDavid, you can take away Matthews, and those teams would still be okay and still win. You take Shesterkin away from the Rangers, the Rangers are, dare I say, down not by a playoff, the not a playoff team. That's probably a definition of heart, right? The the Devils did not play know, bad but, that but year. The goalie can't win the heart, right, Bill? jerk well i i think there's a i think there's a bias built in against goaltenders and i agree with it but if he overcomes that bias then he probably deserves it i i don't like giving a goal i've definitely been hearing talk from a lot of people that he's got to be top three at the very least oh he's in the uh he's it's it's got to be top three in the very least yeah mcdavid matthews and shesterkin um so again like i said the devils did not play bad against the rangers but still came out on the wrong side of a 3-1 score. They came back two days later against the very good St. Louis Blues team. And if not for a little lull in the beginning of the third period, giving up two quick goals, they had that game in hand easily. 
Um, thankfully, Dougie Hamilton scored in overtime, so they got the win. And then they followed that up again with a, a lackluster get out of the gates where they went down three to nothing against Colorado on Tuesday and stormed back, scoring five unanswered to, to beat arguably the best team in the league. So this Jekyll and Hyde season is now not only from game to game, it's within the within games as well. So somebody's just got to remind these guys, <laughs> NHL games are 60 minutes. Put the work in. A uh, couple of side notes. Subban has been told he will not be offered a contract in the offseason. No. Oh, there was a report. I saw it on the Twitter today while I was on Shitter that they were thinking about terminating his contract this year. There is a possibility if he doesn't get traded, if he doesn't get traded by the deadline and he agrees to it, that way some other team could pick him up for a league minimum. But how much is he going to forfeit by having his contract? I'm probably not. Whatever the last six weeks of the season, you don't think he made enough money already in his life? Yeah. You make all the money you can. Okay. Even if it's it's, uh, two million dollars, you're going to give up a two million dollar paycheck. Get the fuck out of here. There's no way you're giving up a two million dollar paycheck. Put me on LTIR for the rest of the season. I'm good. If you can go and win a Stanley Cup and cement your legacy by winning a Stanley Cup for for seven hundred thousand, so he's going to be making seven hundred thousand dollars because that's the league minimum anyway. Yeah, it's not like he's giving up everything. All right, it's so he's giving up money. Point, he's giving up one point three million dollars to have a chance to win. To have cup. a chance to to have a good <clears throat> chance to, to pick the team that he can go to. But right, what he, team, he team that's going to win a Stanley Cup is going? I really want to add PK Subban right now. I, you, he's not that bad. He's not fucking Chara or Green bad. He's yeah, really yeah. not. But he could cost your team a five minute major in the playoffs. He's just not going to play top just by no, a no, slew no, no. foot. Well, just by listen, an he, accidental he, slew foot too. If you if you get you're picking up for the minimum, he on a playoff team like maybe the Rangers or Colorado or watch your mouth, you know, Nick. Vegas, Vegas <laughs> doesn't have a, doesn't give a shit about who they pick up. But the point is, like, just, it doesn't matter. He'll be a six seventh defenseman. He'll right. be the extra guy. Well, you and also it, that's you the also point. Have to consider you also have to consider his contract too. It's what nine million dollars. Even if the Devils eat half of that, that means you still have to find cap space right. at four point five million dollars right. to to trade for this fucker. Well, that's but that's not what we're saying though, right? We're saying in the, in the event no one trades for him, they terminate his contract. He could then go to any team he wants for league minimum. So therefore, it wouldn't be a bad hit, and he could take the team. Uh, just so, as, as long as he's not sacrificing money, then I, I think he would. I think, but he's going to have to because he's he going to his, sacrifice a little bit of money. But a yeah. team would probably sign him at what he's losing prorated for the rest of the season if they can't afford it. Yeah, but I, what, I, we, I Maybe have no bonuses. Idea. What, Maybe what's bonuses. His, what's his last pay? I don't think he has bonuses, but what is his last paycheck of the year going to be? Is it going to be a million dollars? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, you're talking also. about a guy who's made almost $80 million in his yeah. life. Yeah. And so is he going to be sacrificing money? Yes. He's fine. And you're just going to give away a million dollars? It's not I'm giving glad, away. I'm, well, no, He's I'm already happy, been paid up until this I'm part of the season. I'm happy I'm your friend because if I ever needed a million dollars, I know you'd give it to me. So I'm happy. 
he's not giving away a million dollars. It's not, it can't be a million dollars. But I, I don't know how the contract and the payments broken up in, over the course of the year, but it's $9 million he was paid this year. Yeah, but he's made money up until the trade deadline. If it's three quarters away through the season. Then he's still owed $3 million. He's not going to give up $3 million. I don't know how you divide nine <laughs> into four and come up with $3 million, but whatever. Miles Wood expected back within the next seven to 10 days. Check your math. Really, I'm check sure my on Blackwood, when he'll be back, Fitz said he's definitely going to address the goalie situation in the offseason, which is interesting because both of them are under contract for next year. Uh, and Dawes has looked really good. It's possible he's, at the very least, a long-term backup option. Well, he signed uh, through 24. I mean, at $850,000, it's a great, great, yeah. great contract for, for, for Nigel Dawes. It's Nico, but okay. Who? Right. So uh, Winnipeg and Anaheim to finish up this homestand, and then they head out west, Vancouver next Tuesday, I believe, and then Flames next Wednesday. They're a fundamentally sound hockey club. Those they Carolina are, those and I, I am looking forward to watching, again, assuming this team is the Devils are completely healthy going out there. Now, Nico didn't play last night. Hopefully he'll be back by the time they head out on the road. But the way this team has been playing, when they're all in the lineup, they're a really it's it they're a really fun team to watch. October twenty sixth, Devils lost to the Flames five to three, and they didn't have Jack. Jack was out of the lineup for that game. Hughes? Yes, Jack Hughes. It's the only Jack on the team. Thanks for playing, Nick. I mean, what the. Islanders, uh, they're still playing hockey, right? We're playing. Hey, we're still ahead of the Devils. I mean, you know. It's, Fucking it's, motherfucker. It's... What is. <laughs> you guys talk like he's like oh, I'm playing dude. hockey. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Holy Listen, shit. End of the day, at this People point, just talk about your own fucking team. You don't have to bring my team up all the fucking time. Yeah, the Islanders got four <laughs> games in hand on the Devils and are three points up in the standings. So exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. Well, anyway, and we're also supposed to win the fucking division. How'd that work out? Devils were expecting to win a lot this year. Would making the playoffs been a big surprise to you, De- the Steve? The Devils making the yeah. playoffs this year? That would have been a not a surprise. It would have been a a happy accident because I thought they were yeah. just going to be just short of making it. Right. So in other, but all the way around, I was we expected to be correct. And yes, you we were. Are, completely out of the playoff picture at this point. So uh, one and two this week. Um, this was not a great week, but we've still had Barzal out. He's been out five games now. Um, kind of rough having a, your top top center out when he's your best scorer, uh, a team that can't fucking score. Uh, so that's really awesome. Um, but, you know, not all, not all downsides. I mean, this season's become more of a, you know, uh, a bridge to next year. We're not, we're not going to do shit this year. We're not, we're not doing much. I hope uh, Lou is blowing smoke up people's butt by saying he doesn't think, he doesn't think the team's out of it yet. And yada, yada, yada. I think he's just kind of playing possum before he makes he's some trades, hopefully. Asshole. Anyway. So uh, 
bright spots. Noah Dobson's been playing excellent. Uh, he's got, I think, at least I think he's at 30 points at the, on the near this at this point. He's third in scoring uh, on the aisles as a defenseman. Uh, 10 goals, 20 assists, pretty good. Um, he was actually second for a bit, and Brock Nelson to, took the spot back uh, after a couple goals this week. And um, it also is our, our goal leader um, with 21. So, you know, that's good. Uh, the kids in general uh, have been looking good, both uh, Wallstrom and, and um, has been playing better. There's been a lot of talk and chatter amongst Isles fans about maybe him getting top six minutes. He's been playing third line pretty much all season. Um, the counterpoint to that is that been, hey, he's really not played top six minutes a lot in the last few years. He didn't play top six when he was played in Boston briefly. And then, you know, uh, he hasn't played in the aisles that way uh, in Boston college, I would say, sorry, when he was college days. Um, and uh, yeah, he really hasn't played top six minutes yet. So it's really the, the way Trotz has looked at it is, is something like he's trying to get him to uh, learn the game, play the, you know, do all the little things and become a professional and before you can step into those spots and, you know, become a top six guy. Um, and then Kier Bellows, Kier Bellows has played pretty well. Um, he's actually deceivingly strong on the puck and uh, a few plays this week watching him. He, he almost put together some, some really nice um, highlight reel kind of plays uh, goals almost, but he didn't, didn't finish the, the, either the play or didn't get a pass off. Um, so he's getting close. It looks like he's, you know, he's really seemed to have earned a spot in the team. Um, especially I think after this year, if, if they move any of the older, the aging forwards, I think he's really got a spot him and Walsham, um, especially with uh, Bailey. I think his spot is, is the most likely to, to be kind of moved um, or changed. Right. So they look good. Um, I'm just going to kind of quickly go through Vancouver. He lost to, uh, was it uh, four to three in this game? Yep. Yeah, four three. Sorry, uh, four to three. Uh, we were up three. We were up three two in the third, and two goals quick back to back happened halfway through the period. Isles looked like they were winning this game, and then just it just completely turned around in less than a minute, and sucked bad. You know, the air came out of the, of the building. It was just couldn't get back into that game afterwards. They got dominated on shots and basically blocks. They they almost got hit. They didn't have there was no penalties called against the Canucks in the game. Uh, they just didn't really have a. They fought and fought and didn't really anything come out of that game. Uh, so they they won two to one against the Blues. They beat them a good team. Uh, they were up two nothing most of the game. Third period late goal made it all of a sudden a potential hey they could win uh, kind of game. Sorokin shut the door, um, but he did lose the shutout. He has five shutouts this year, surprisingly. Um, the one that's another piece to the, the puzzle with Sorokin is he's even though his, his save percentage is is good, but it's not like obviously in Shurkin territory. Um, the team has really played like dog shit in front of him most of the year. So um, I'm feeling pretty good about him. Um, I think you know hopefully if they can make even just keeping guys like Green and Chara up off the off the uh ice for us next year and, and just letting the the, the kid some, some some faster guys hopefully a full season with um either Sebastian Ajo or Robin Salo or even both of them would be good uh and splitting the guys up 
I'll explain why real quick. Uh, so we lost uh, in a game to Colorado last night, five to four, or two nights ago. Sorry, two nights ago, five to four. Um, this is a one-one game, uh, in going to early in the third, and there were seven goals in the third period, and it was four straight goals by Colorado. Just they just unleashed. It was fucking infuriating to watch them just score. Uh, what was it? Three goals in four, all four goals in about four minutes of play. Isles then got a pity goal, uh, looked like a power play goal. Um, still have it by three. And then Casey Zika's put another goal in. And next thing you know, oh, two goal lead with seven to play. And that empty netter, but it was a little too late. Uh, they had about 27 seconds to get a fifth goal, didn't really make it happen. But they were able to get three back goals back on that game. Um, the problem I'm seeing, and I realized as like we were, I was watching this game and thinking about it afterwards, was the the, the pairings we have on defense. They they just don't have the speed because they're playing like Pelican Pollock or uh, Pelican and Mayfield, and those guys, all three of those guys are are good defensemen, but they're not great in the open ice. They're not like speedsters. Um, and so the problem is if you, when a team like Colorado comes around, they are just lightning fast. Um, and it was kind of evident in the, in the, in the series against Tampa the last two years, that team is very, very fast and it's very hard to keep up with them. Um, you almost need to have like every pairing has to have a, a very fast guy to keep up with their team. It's just not having, having too many guys that are just more stay at home defensemen or just not it's traditional defensemen. Let's just put it that way. It's not, it's not conducive to a, to being a team like, like uh, Colorado. They're just too fast. And um, having this year. So this game, they had, um, they had Sebastian Ajo on with, um, who was it? Uh, was it green on this game? Uh, yeah. Greeny was the other guy. So, that was a little better, but still, like having Sebastian Ho out there helps. But like, I mean, he's not. It, they, they just need to have better um, awareness of the teams they're playing and really get those mobile defensemen out there. And man, did it hurt watching Devon Taves play for Colorado in that game because he was friggin' good. Not as good as McCarr. McCarr, him and McCarr, just outstanding. Um, if honestly, if McCarr or not McCarr, if if Shachurkin wasn't playing so well, I'd be pushing for Makar for Hart because that guy is so damn good. He had two goals in the game, and he just makes it look effortless. Um, his speed, his hands, it's just ridiculous. You're watching that game, you're like, how did you get those goals? How did you make these plays happen? Just, just makes it work. I think he'll be an easy – I think this is his year for the Norris. I don't think, I don't think someone's going to catch him. Hands down. I don't think so. Nope. He's got, yeah. what, 20 goals on the season? Yeah, it's unless okay. did, he, did he have any last night? I didn't see uh, if he had any last night. I don't know. Did, his 20th. I don't, I don't think he scored against the Devils. So, yeah. but McCarr, yeah. did he score against McCarr. the Devils? I think so. Yeah, he scored a goal. Yeah, he, he, he picked up a loose puck. He was crashing yeah. the net, and uh, there was a puck that just ricocheted around and wound up on a stick. No, yeah. 21st of the season so yeah. there you have it there you go 21st so uh yeah that's been uh it's just been a nutshell that game was it the Isles in a nutshell letting too many goals try to come back in another butter 
they tried right. to cut they tried to, in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> they tried to make a valiant effort but came up short and it's been the whole season i mean fighting fighting but just not not full deck of cards um varley did play good in that game though and this uh, this is he, the note nick this was the the bet this was okay he's talking right now thanks thanks steve sure. <laughs> i want to make sure you saw it it was okay. on episode right. 40 i believe you i believe episode you 47 also when you hold a note up and you do this nobody can see it <laughs> oh, it's, it's right here every angle right. <laughs> see? over here every angle. oh man it's 8 45 tonight nope <laughs> okay we're an hour and eight in right now good luck bro it was that damn cookie segment it's a good segment it couldn't be shortened no yeah i i agree I all right hey guys nick's still talking do you want to let I'm him finish talking. I'm good. We have three games coming up this week. Columbus, Winnipeg, and Anaheim all at home. And then uh, I one game away in in uh, Washington on Tuesday night. So a bunch of games coming up. Hopefully, uh, hoping uh, they can uh, turn around. I'm hoping Barzal can come back at least one at some point this this uh, this week. Likely against Anaheim. I promised this to you last week because you all felt deprived. And now. It's time for Trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now this is the wrong bell. My answer is the Detroit Red Wings. No. Holy shit. Really? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's incorrect, but... but oh, the question today is, which Detroit Red Wing? My God, do you not was... listen to all to our past? Did, did you not Jesus remember Christ. he saw did it? Not said remember Detroit what Red Wings last week? Huh? <laughs> uh, he doesn't. He doesn't fucking listen. No, no. no chance. No. I want a double chocolate Milano cookie. It's the only thing I'm focused on is the cookie. <laughs> Todd Bertuzzi. I was talking, Steve. <laughs> Which Detroit That's why Steve can shut the fuck up. <laughs> Which I'm sorry, Bill. Did I interrupt you? Not a member of the original production line. This is A, Alex Delvecchio, B, Sid Abel, C, Gordy Howard, D, Ted Lindsay. Wait, we get the fucking multiple choice already? Can you repeat Bill the loves, The actual question give, is leads to the multiple choice. Bill loves it when uh, lines have names, by the way. Loves it. That's his favorite thing about hockey. Loves it. Crash line, loves it. That and the shot pass. The fly line, can't get enough. Shot pass. Woo, baby. The fake We're shot pass. Much about a, a, a line being named, but okay. Blue line. Uh, I'm going to go with Johnny Hockey. Johnny Wait, Hockey. Can you repeat uh, the question? I it's, People were talking. I didn't hear you. As soon I as talking. I start to ask it again, I people are going to talk again. That's how this works. Which Detroit? Red what gives you the idea that we're going to start talking when you read line? the Is question? It a. Alex Delvecchio. B. Sid Abel. C. Gordy Howard. D. Ted Lindsay. Which Which guy was part of the original production line? Is that what you're trying to say? Which I just Detroit don't know Red why you think I would talk over you. Not a That's true. 
A, not a member. Vecchio, B, Sid Abel, C, Gordy Howard, D, Ted Lindsay. E, Vienna Fingers. No, it's either A or B. I think one of wasn't one of those the Chicago Blackhawks. Vienna Fingers is a good write-in vote. I like that. Because Vienna Fingers was not on the production line. If something else was said, I missed it. No, it's either A or B. Well, I just didn't. I didn't want to talk over you again. That's all. Wasn't one of those guys a Blackhawk and not a Red Wing? Doesn't matter what I know how offended you get when I talk over you. He's just trying to I don't want to I don't want to do that because yeah, but he's just trying to talk over you now, so it's it's a bit. Yeah, no shit. Steve, what's the score of the Penguins game? Can you tell me? I'm gonna say Gordy Howe. (laughs) Gordy Howe is incorrect. I would imagine he was very productive in his career. He was part of the production. Uh, Uh, No, I think it was Sid Abel. Sinable was part of the production line. So we got everybody on the line. It's the other guy. Dancing all around it. Was it A, Alex Del Vecchio? Sounds good. Alex Del Vecchio. Ah, there you go. All right. Got it. <laughs> oh, man. It's a lot better when we don't have the multiple choice. It really is. It's so yeah, much but better. You can't. You can't it ha- that one had to have the multiple choice. There was no yeah, we, we never got that. We know who's we'll on the production never. line. What are you talking about? Yeah, but they're, giving us... they're, they're giving you a list and they're saying which guy was which guy on our list was. But not if we on knew the all three line. of them, then what does it matter? We wouldn't have known the. I mean, four... me I know, to... Steve. Thank you. <laughs> do you want me to 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 screen these questions and ask it a different way and just no. Ask... What wouldn't want you to do any more work than you actually do, <laughs> knowing that you don't listen to the podcast after it's recorded. That's enough work for you. He does post it on the Facebook, though. I give him that. Yeah, good for him. Hell yeah. New, he's trying to cut into the marketing budget. He wants some of that sh- siphoned his way. I mean, listen. Now, since we've been sponsored, I mean, we've we've like quadrupled our listenership. Not quadrupled. We have destroyed our listenership. Well, now that we have two sponsors, it's going to become even more. Well, we haven't signed that um, the other sponsorship yet, Nabisco. We haven't we haven't we haven't signed on right, well, yet. Let I'm, me know when I'm those in, papers get through. I'm in heated negotiations with them already. Good deal. So I have the planner for 2013 already. Why? We're missing a segment. Nope, we're good. Where I I'm ready for what's in Steve's stomach. Not that's that's not on the agenda. Uh, we still have something nope. before we get the agenda. It has something to do with impressions with Nick. Fucking great. Well, hell, hey there, boys. How you oh. doing today? Oh, it's Randy today. Randy. Hey, buddy. Hey. My favorite. Oh. Hey, how, how I tried to save you guys. I tried to save no, everybody else from having to hear this. I heard y'all talking about cookies. I thought I, I had to come on and 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 impart on on the discussion because I, I love toss cookies my myself. Cookies. Well, Randy. Well, first, Randy, we had the, the 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 Carolina Hurricanes. Your team played the Pittsburgh Penguins last week, last Friday. Uh, they they beat the Penguins in overtime, three to two. Uh, you want to give us any? You want to? No, we're any? good. Just talk well, about cookies, and you can get on your way, buddy. Of, of that of that hockey game. Played in Carolina. Talk about cookies. You can hop on your horse and skedaddle. Went to overtime. Casey DeSmith was really upset at the end of the game. You know, he was, but I'm really not interested in talking about hockey right now. I really want to talk about cookies and and understand. 
you have an open invite anytime kind of you want on the show. So by all means. Yeah, you guys saw what happened. So I'm not I'm not too too concerned with that game. And I think I think oh, Mr. Cookie Monster on the call. I mean Billy Fougere, he he talked a little bit about the Penguins game. So I think you covered it already. Okay, just but, talk about the cookies then. You don't I, have I to really got to give you just, a lot of credit for, for being a southerner like you are. You really nailed his last name. Well done. Well done, yeah, Randy. Just talk about the cookies, bud. Let's go. I try I try real hard, Mr. Uh, relax, Steven. Steven. Well, let's go. I want, let's, we got to get on with this shit, Randy. Come on. Randy, Randy doesn't take too kindly to get having somebody talk all over him all the time. Really like does Steve tends that's, to do. Really that's doesn't. true. That's true. So anyway, I I, I also like to, to talk about cookies. My my favorite happened to be Oreos. Those are one of my favorite cookies of all time. No question. Fantastic cookies. Not debatable. I, I don't think it's debatable. Just the standard issue cookies. I had, I did have tried try some of those hydrox growing up. They weren't as good. Oreos are number one in my book. Fun fact. Fun they, fact. They, oh, there, there's fact. just something about the hydrox that it just doesn't taste the same as an Oreo. There's just something mm. missing. Can't, can't go wrong with those. I also like those Nutter Butters, number two. Oh, those are really good mm-hmm. as well. Randy, I, I can't, uh, can't say no pardon me for interrupting. Uh, you said you listened to the segment that we did earlier about cookies. Is that correct? That's true, Stephen. Did you not notice that we went in reverse order so that number one was said last? I did. Do you, but just, I do you just feel, feel like you do shit your own way? You don't need to follow any sort of format or anything. You just I, do I what you want to do. I don't, well, I don't you know. Stephen, much like how you talk over everyone, I just figure I go on my own path. I think it's a nice change of pace, Randy. Thanks, thanks for doing it. No, oh, it's well. not the way we did it. It's not the way it's done. You don't just do things well, your own fucking way. He's also not doing it as in that segment. He's doing it now, which is fine. And maybe you can still maybe follow the same it's format. Because of your impatience. Maybe he just wanted to get right to it. But well, yeah, good. He said number one. He can go now. All right. And then the third one, is there a Bible I, study favorite, class somewhere you got to go to. Thank you, Stephen. I, I I do, but that's not till a little bit later. We do a, a Zoom call at 1030. 11, Who has Bible study later night. than 1030 at night? Always got to be praying, Stephen. Always be praying. So, ABP. My fate, my last one is what the cookies I used to have with my grandma growing up, my mama. The that big tin of cookies with all the assorted ones, the blue tin. I can't remember the name. They had like Dang. chess pieces. Thanks, 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 Randy. Thanks for coming to the show without having any information to pass along. That's always helpful. Thank you, thank you, Billy. Yeah, I no, thank you. Your help. It was a difficult one to remember. I couldn't, I couldn't recall. Anyway, I didn't need to write that down, Stephen. I, I just like cookies. They're yummy. I wanted to talk about it. That's well, great. Thank y'all. Sure. Thank you too. See you later. Bye, Randy. I forgot about that. Do you used to have the ones that were shaped like the pretzel? Tom, that was always my Tom, favorite. Right. Those sure. are the Tom, best. We don't have to. And then after you finish that, you put all the sewing stuff in there. Oh, oh we, we could just good. let him go. We could just let him get on his way. Fantastic. Oh man. So are you still you're still down nope. in, in North nope. Carolina, no Randy? No. I it's true, Tom. I I am down here in North Carolina. How how's the weather been like? It's been a little bit rainy. We don't need week. to have this, uh, this mundane week, conversation. Past weekend was fantastic. Just let him go. It Just was stop in the morning, playing along. 65, 
Mm. Tops 80, no no humidity yet. Just a little bit of that that uh yellow coming down off the trees. That's piss, yeah. Randy. You probably love drinking it. That's just crass there, Steven. Yellow coming down off the trees. What does what is this guy fucking talking about? Have, have you been smoking any meats lately there, Randy? Uh, I'm getting ready to do some of that smoking pretty soon. Just about that time. Nice. Do some brisket. Oh. Maybe some ribs. My favorite brisket. Oh, my it's my oh, favorite. Top five now. barbecue. That's the future. Great. Episode. Why don't you why don't you get go ahead and get out there and start I that going, Randy? Item stop coming. by. All right, Randy. All right, everybody. That was top Randy five barbecue. Well done, bro. Randy Jackson the turd. Randy Travis the turd. Whatever. Goodbye. Steven. Bye-bye. With a V. Goodbye, Randy. I'll cut y'all on the flip side. Have a great and, one. Randy, you thanks too, so much Randy. again for stopping thanks by. Thanks for coming, Randy. We always appreciate you stopping by, Randy. Take care of yourself. I love Randy. Randy, oh, y'all. He's the, he's the best, to. man. Randy's the best. What? What? Before? No, he's gone. Not before. Before he's, we get into this date with Steve's stomach, um, I want to congratulate our own Nick Larita for getting a hole-in-one in his disc golf Oh, there it is. He's wow. going to hang it up, baby. Ace. A hole number eight, 245 feet at, in Middle Creek, North Carolina on 3-6-2022, your first ace. Congratulations. Will that go up on the wall? Does that get mounted? No, I'll probably gonna throw it still, uh, but I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I like this disc, but it's kind of like – so when you have like, like uh, disc golf discs, they have this concept of like as you throw them, they get a little bit beat in. They, they fly a little different over time so some discs are like the material's a little harder and takes longer to do but like this one's kind of flying really really good for me right now i know how to throw it and everything so nice. i probably keep it out for a little bit but then i'll eventually throw it on the wall but uh i had to put my number on it because i i usually don't i usually am like ah whatever if i lose a disc it's just not the end of the world but this is the first one i'm putting my number on so because i did lose it hopefully someone would call it what are the what what are the what's the likelihood you're going to lose it does that happen? Like throw in the water. Like you throw into some of the water. Yeah. Or like sometimes like this is a green disc. I don't really buy I only buy like pink or orange discs because that's or maybe even a white disc because you can they see stand it out in the woods. Yeah. Green is really difficult in the spring. And then um mm. in the fall, like anything like people would like to do like tie-dye discs. Those are like yeah, they'll just it. blend right Good in luck. with leaves and Good stuff. Luck find that. Yeah, terrible. I, I spent like an hour looking for a disc that I saw her landed in just in leaves and it was like, could find it. 240, um, 245 yeah. feet. What's, is that on the longer side, medium side or shorter side for a... So it's a par three. About 300 is around like par three range. Like you can okay. put 350. Um, but typically like 300 is around that kind of range. And the course by me is, like, they're all in that area. Um, that hole in particular is like really wide open. It's on the trees, so on the woods, so I can rip on it and I can throw it real high out and let it finish let to it the left, back. which is what it did. Um, it's actually a, a video of this guy, he did it. Um, uh, he was doing like playing the course and he threw a shot that was very similar to what I threw, but um, he parked it, mine went in, same kind of deal. So if you were interested, I could send you the link, but yeah, we would, we was... would love the links and maybe our marketing department can tweet it out. We will, yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll. I mean, them. it's not my video, but you know. That's okay. <laughs> okay, you got the link. It's on the it's on the internet. Maybe they'll cut Public and paste knowledge. your face over that guy's face. Oh yeah. We'll see. Yeah. No, they're not that good. 
No. They're not going to do it. <laughs> well, congratulations, Nick. Um, Job well go, done. Let's go to this date in Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. And this one's going to bring us to the year of our Lord, 2013, as Randy likes to say. The year of our Lord, 2013. Fuck that guy. I love Randy. Hate that fucker. Hate him. Loves you, Steve. Please go to July 11th. July 11th. 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. Get your free slurpees. On July the 11th. Yeah. I had some breakfast. Oh, wow. Back-to-back weeks with breakfast? Muffin tops. I had a little snack pack pudding for breakfast. Uh, breakfast? Yeah, don't idea. don't don't try and figure this out, Bill. That's a good right. idea. I might I might have to order some of those. Gotta have you can have it at any I point was, at any point of the day. You can always have I was it. thinking about snack packs for those for the foods that we ate as a kid. I was thinking about snack packs. I haven't had a snack pack pudding in a long time. Lunch. I like a snack pack butter. Oh stuff. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Fuck. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, are you done interrupting? It's the rudest thing you could do. And you've done some pretty rude things, but that's the rudest thing you could do. How dare you, sir? For lunch. Like butterscotch over chocolate? <laughs> wow. I'll wait. I'll wait. No, I'll go ahead. I'll wait. Wow. That's what I know. Interesting. Are wow. May I continue? Nobody's stopping you. Thank you. For lunch, I had a pepperoni and sausage bowli as well as some patachos from a delicious eatery called Stuff Your Face. Uh, oh, <laughs> man. Well done. Well done, Stuff Your Face. With Ooh. one and a half Coca-Colas. We get sponsored by Stuff Your Face. I will, uh, I'll reach out to them and see what they're up to, if they Please can hook us that. up. Because I had the pepperoni and sausage bowli, uh, I went a little lighter for dinner. We had Salad Works. Nice chicken, grilled chicken Caesar salad pepperoni instead of egg and a, a coca-cola on the side why did you pick july the 11th 2013 since last week's went over so well with sharknado 3 oh, it was the worst fucking one yet i found the original oh, this God. was the first time sci-fi aired the original sharknado and that's what happened july 11th 2013. Does anybody know how many Sharknados there were? There I want to know how many more fucking weeks we got to do this. <laughs> I, I am on a mission to find number two. I can tell you that. Next Don't week. worry about it. <laughs> you guys remember uh, Rolly Bully? Oh, yeah. I like that. Uh, there was one chain? in Bridgewater. There was one in Menlo yeah. for a little while. The Woodbridge Center Mall? There was actually one in, um, one in Forestall, Forestall Village. That's where I go after school, uh, in high school. Right there, I get a Roly Bully, pepperoni, and get a Ben Jerry's downstairs. In the that was the cream. last one that was around. The, the one in Forestall Village. After the one in the malls closed, it was that one. So good. How is Nick not a fat guy? He's going to Roly Bully every day. He's, I, I don't know. Fucking, he's housing. I ran a lot. <laughs> I can't. How did I get all fat? I never did that shit. He ate a lot when he was young, and then he just stopped. 
<laughs> no, I, I, I didn't stop. I just kept running. That's that's the whole thing. If I run, I, I, I can eat things. If I, I stop running right, like right now, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm just gaining pounds. Good. I gotta run. <laughs> aren't, aren't, aren't we all? Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, Finally. Don't forget uh, to our faithful listeners next week, we will be releasing our episode on Wednesday of next week. And I will be on location in New Jersey next week, recording the podcast. Uh, don't forget to go on the Twitter at friends underscore rivals. Give us a follow. Um, don't forget to uh, give us a rating uh, wherever you get your podcast. Most notably be on Apple podcasts. Give us a review. We will read it on the air, uh, which reminds me we have anybody. We have anybody. Your shortest fan is still there. See y'all. Uh, Jersey diehards, a Christmas movie. <laughs> we, oh boy. Oh boy. What's what we, is it, buddy? We we have a review here. Oh, we go. Steve planted something because he's looking um, so expectantly. I really love this podcast and have been telling all my friends to listen, but I do have one issue. This Randy character has got to go. He is rude, rude, and rude. Oh, he gives five stars. Just one issue. This is from a guy. The, by the, the public has spoken. Stephen Woge, 27. Never heard of him. <laughs> the public has spoken. Randy should never be allowed back on the show. How is it that Stephen Woge, 27, couldn't hide his name compared to like the other Maybe. Ones? What do you uh, mean? I you just automatically reviews. assume it's me? <laughs> yes, I didn't realize there's other Stephen Woge, number, uh, 27s out there that there, played hockey. There could be millions of them. I don't think millions. Hmm throwing that out there right I now. Think I, I think you guys are millions. selling short how common Woj to its is. Uh, and and, uh, and have an obsession with 27. Yeah. It's very con- it's a very good number. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Don't forget to turn on those notifications so you never miss an episode of the Friends So Randy's not coming back though. Randy's always coming back. Randy has an open invite to this podcast. Love Randy. Billy, say something witty. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm a naughty boy I'm, I'm not a good boy with discipline i uh, i don't know <laughs> good boy. i don't know good lord sing us out oh my friends and rivals flyers fuck flyers fuck flyers fuck off flyers fuck flyers fuck flyers fuck off Uh, I have a feeling that there is a college somewhere in the Midwest that is using our podcast and they have made a drinking game out of it.